What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Flame Entertainment and Sports. It's your boy, Rob, here. On this episode, I'm going to be breaking down some things that have happened in the NBA, some rumors regarding free agency, which which opens on Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern time. And I'll also talk about a couple of trades that happened in the MLB. Before I get into all of that, as always, I want to talk to you guys about Goalie, the world's first apple cider vinegar gummies. Goalie gummies are a fun and easy way to incorporate apple cider vinegar into your daily routine. And now in 2021, Goalie has introduced their Ashwa gummies and their superfruits gummies. The Ashwa gummies are made for people looking to relax and get rid of some stress. These superfruits gummies help form the collagen within your body. If you guys want to try out these delicious and healthy apple cider vinegar gummies, Ashwa gummies, and superfruits gummies, please make sure to head to Goalie.com. That's Goalie. G-O-L-I.com and use promo code T-F-E-S for a special discount. Once again, that's Goalie, G-O-L-I.com and use promo code T-F-E-S for a special discount. Thanks, Goalie. All right, guys. So now to start the episode, I want to talk to you guys first off about the trade that happened, the big trade that happened in the NBA between the Lakers and the Wizards that sent Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple-Double himself, to the Lakers to join AD and LeBron. And in that deal, the the Lakers also received a 2024 second-round pick and a 2028 second-round pick. The Wizards received Kyle Kuzma, Contavious Caldwell-Pope, Montrez Harrell, and the number 22 pick in the draft that just happened a couple of nights ago. So... My thoughts on this trade, so obviously it's it's a humongous trade being that, like I said, Russell Westbrook is not going to be playing alongside LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Obviously, Russell Westbrook, Mr. Triple-Double, most triple-doubles in NBA history. He's an MVP. He's been to the finals. He He's accomplished so much, and he's obviously one of the all-time greats, and now he's joining arguably the greatest of all time in LeBron, and another one of the the best players in the league today, and Anthony Davis. Obviously, that big three in L.A. is tremendous. Um, it's going to be interesting to see who they put around these big three guys. Uh, in my opinion, I want to shout, shout out Jerry. He couldn't join me on this episode, but but I do want to shout him out here. He, he's the one that brought, up, brought it up to me when we were first talking about this trade. Like, when it was being rumored and it wasn't official yet, he brought up, he's like, um, I, he's like, I don't think they win unless they add some uh, nice shooting, like elite shooting around these guys. And I 100% agree with that. So I want to I want to talk about that for a second. So obviously LeBron obviously uh, as he's gotten older in his career, he he's I feel like he's improved his three-point shot every season. But Westbrook never been a great three-point shooter. Anthony Davis, yes, he could shoot threes, but that's not his forte. So I'm with Jerry here and in my opinion, they're going to have to try to add some elite shooting around these three guys. I know the big rumor is right now that L.A. native uh, DeMar DeRozan is uh, considering taking a, a pay cut to join the Lakers rather than signing with another team um, at free agency. Uh, I, I am a huge fan of DeRozan. I've always felt that he was very underrated, but he is a mid-range. He's really a mid-range shooter. He's not really a three-point shooter. So if they also add DeRozan to this mix, obviously, yeah, four great players, but like DeRozan is not really a three-point shooter. Yes, he can knock it down once in a while, but that's not his bread and butter. His bread and butter is the mid-range and j- driving in. So it's going to be interesting to see if they also end up with DeRozan. 
Um, are they going to add a, a big man um, next to AD? Or are they going to try to get another shooter in that starting lineup? That's going to be really interesting to me. And um, what, from what I've heard, uh, with free agency starting Monday, from what I've heard is that not a lot of free agents are, are going to take pay cuts uh, in large part due to uh, like COVID and the bubble and everything. They, they want to make sure that, they have, that they're secure in, uh, financially. So now I just remember something, actually. Let me open up Twitter really quick. I saw there's like a group of veterans who, who are considering joining the Lakers. Check it out really quick. All right, so I saw a tweet here. It says the LA Lakers are interested in Avery Bradley, Otto Porter Jr., Patty Mills, Rudy Gay, and Carmelo Anthony in free agency. Multiple veterans are expected to take the minimum or the mid-level exception deal to sign with the Lakers. So if, if that is true, then damn, that's, that's great for them. But what I had heard previously is that not a lot of players are willing to take, take pay cuts, but uh, at least from this tweet, it seems like some of them are willing to take some pay cuts. So that would be, in my opinion, ideal and a dream scenario for the Lakers. Now to talk about the Wizards, in my opinion, this is a, not a, this is kind of a horrible package to get for literally the guy with the most triple doubles in NBA history. Um, I'm not trying to put down Kuzma, KCP, or Montrezl Harrell, but in my opinion, man, you're trading Russell Westbrook, like I said, the all-time leader in triple doubles. He was an MVP a couple years ago. He's one of the all-time greats. Man, I, I don't know. I feel like you could get a better package than this, but I guess uh, they're fine with this. But it, it's kind of confusing because in my eyes, I'm like, what are the Wizards trying to do? Like, I know Kuzma, he's still kind of young, but I mean, he's not like in his first, he's not in his second year and you want to, like, he, you see him in the future and you're building around him. I mean, you still have Beal on the roster. That's another point to talk about. So basically, it looks like from all indications that Bradley Beal wants to stay in Washington. So they have Beal. Now they have Kuzma, KCP, and Harrell. Obviously, KCP uh, in the finals a couple years ago when he went with the Lakers, in my opinion, um, it was a tie between him and Rondo for third most important player. And Montrez Harrell, obviously, two years ago, sixth man of the year with the Clippers. Then last offseason, he decided to sign with the Lakers, and it never really worked out throughout the season. It was a weird fit from the beginning, in my opinion. But, but yeah, so what are the Wizards trying to do, honestly? Because... Um, so like I said, yeah, now they have Kuzma, KCP, Harrell to add alongside to Beal. Uh, they also have uh, Rui Achimura, who's a young guy they could build around. But I, I forgot who I heard this from. I wish I could give him credit, but I can't remember the name right now. But I was hearing, it's like, what are the Wizards trying to do here? Like, um, they've been, like, in the same boat. Like, they've been, like, a, you know what I mean? Like, just, like, a average team for so many years. And they've never fully rebuilt. They've never been a, a real championship contender. So I, I man, I wish I remembered who I heard this from, but I, I agree with with this point. Like, I, I I'm with him that I think the Wizards should just blow it up. I think even if Beal wants to stay there, man, I mean, I know he's a great player and all, but man, I would contemplate even trading Beal and putting everyone on the table and trying starting the trying to start from scratch. I think a perfect example of that is the Houston Rockets. Obviously, last season they traded James Harden to Brooklyn, but look at them now. They had how many? They had four first round picks. So, like, look, boom, a couple months after trading their, their franchise uh, star, they, they're already, like, building in the draft. Uh, last season, they also added Kevin Porter Jr., who, who, had, a, who had a hell of a run in his first uh, few games with the Rockets. So, I, look, I, I, in my opinion, the Wizards should be doing what the Rockets are doing right now. Um, 
And another trade to talk about, not in the NBA, but relating to the to the to LA itself is in the MLB. And obviously, this was arguably the greatest trade deadline of all time. And um, but in my opinion, the the most important player who got moved is Max Scherzer. Obviously, one of the all-time greats, um, one of the best pitchers in MLB history. He got traded from the Los Angeles, I mean, from the Washington Nationals to the LA Dodgers. Uh, let me read a couple of his career highlights here. He's an eight-time All-Star, World Series champion uh, two years ago with the Nationals. He's a three-time Cy Young Award winner, four-time wins leader, three-time NL strikeout leader. He pitched two no-hitters in 2015. Um, he tied the MLB record for strikeouts in a nine-inning game on May 11th of 2016, where he had 20 strikeouts in that game. And he also tied the MLB record for 250 strikeouts in five straight seasons. So you heard that whole resume. Like I said already, one of the all-time greats, if not the greatest starting pitcher of all time. He got moved from the Nationals to the Dodgers. And in that trade, the Dodgers also acquired Trey Turner, who's one of the best shortstops in all of baseball. And yeah, I'm not going to go into super detail of that trade, but I just wanted to make sure to, to at least talk about that trade, man. Because when I saw that Max Scherzer was being traded, man, I was like, wow. And look at the Dodgers adding him to that staff, the defending champions to go along with Walker Bueller, the young ace, and Clayton Kershaw, another one of the all-time greats is just incredible. And to add Trey Turner as well to that lineup with Corey Seager, Justin Turner, and all those guys there is, is just so impressive. And you see the Nationals, they are blowing it up and whatever people are saying that. But you guys don't forget, they still have Juan Soto, and that's the most important player on their team. So the, the Nationals will be fine. Um, let's see other things to talk about. I'm going to go back to the NBA. So obviously the NBA draft happened a couple of nights ago, but I'm going to dedicate an episode to that um, in a couple of weeks with Jerry. I want to do that one with him. I like to hear his like analyst, uh, his uh, his thoughts on all the picks and stuff. So I'll, I'll do that with Jerry. Um, a couple other things that happened in the NBA. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Team USA. Um, they're starting. They're starting to heat up. They've won around three games in a row. Uh, today, Kevin Durant surpassed Carmelo Anthony to become the the points leader in USA men's basketball history and Olympic history. That's amazing. Obviously. Oh, yeah, yesterday, Josh Richardson got, got traded to the Mavericks. Uh, from the Mavericks to the Celtics, he was a guy that um, I thought that he were going to consider, but I wasn't aware that he had a player option. So he, uh, he opted into the player option for $11 million for this upcoming season, and he'll be playing with the Boston Celtics. Um, Serge Ibaka today opted into his player option with the, with the Clippers. Another guy that opted in. Um, and actually, so a, a, a couple guys that became restricted free agents are Laurie Markkinen of the Chicago Bulls, John Collins of the Atlanta Hawks. Just a couple of young forwards right there that became uh, uh, restricted free agents. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. In my opinion, it's essential for Atlanta to sign John Collins. Yes, he's not their most important player or their best player, but based off of what are they what they just did this season with that young core man, I think it's better for them to just try to keep him. Obviously, he has interest around the league. I know from the Heat, from the Spurs, probably from the Knicks, to name a few teams there. But, but yeah, in my opinion, Atlanta should be doing all they can to keep Collins in a Hawks uniform. All right, guys, I'm going to um, 
go over some rumors with being, like I said already a couple of times, that free agency starts Monday. I'm just going to read a couple of rumors. Obviously, I'm not reporting them. I'm just reporting what I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just saying what, I, what I'm reading on Twitter from some certified reporters. So uh, to start off, it, it says um, the Raptors look to be the biggest threat of, of signing center Jared Allen. Although the Cavs want to keep him, it's looking like the Raptors are, are willing to offer him a lot of money to try to try to get him to Toronto. Uh, Kelly Oubre Jr., um, the Spurs are very much interested in him. And um, according to some sources here that I'm reading on ahnfiredigital.com, he is also interested in, um, in signing with the Spurs. He believes he could flourish um, under Greg Popovich. The Brooklyn Nets are the front runners right now to sign sharpshooter Bryn Forbes, who obviously had an incredible first round series with the Bucks against the Heat. Um, the Grizzlies are not expected to pick up Justice Winslow's team option, and I'm not shocked by, by that at all. I feel Justice, I hope he gets at least a one year deal from someone uh, to give him another chance, but I, I don't expect him back in a Grizzlies uniform at all, being that he fell out of the rotation due to a big to an injury that he was out for for a while. He, he, he was never able to come back into that rotation. Uh, the Heat, this has been said for a while that they're the front runners to sign Kyle Lowry. This has been reported for months, uh, according to Five Reasons Sports. Um, obviously, there's other suitors like the Pelicans, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Knicks, but the Heat are the front runners right now. It's looking like Evan Fournier, who, who obviously was on the Magic for a while, but finished the season with the Celtics. He's reportedly seeking a four-year, $80 million deal. And it doesn't look like the Celtics are very much happy about that. And I don't blame them. I like Fournier, but I, I wouldn't give him that contract right now, honestly. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, yeah. It's another one that came out. Um, this is according to Ethan Skolnick, Greg Sylvander, and Adam Barai of the Five Reasons Sports Network. The Heat are interested in trading for Marcus Smart of the Boston Celtics. I would love that. I'm a big Smart fan. Um, I think he'll fit in perfectly. Uh, to what the Heat want in players. I think him and Jimmy will would love to play with one another, and I would be very excited if, if we got him. So here, another report says Alex Caruso could be a target for the Cavaliers, the Pacers, and the Hawks. The Knicks are, are connected to Lakers, young player uh, Taylor Harden Tucker. Now this, I, I don't know what to believe here, because it says Shea Gilgis-Alexander, Expected to sign five-year max extension with Thunder. It's kind of confusing because the other day they're offering him, offering him in trade. So I, I don't know if that if I completely believe that one. Um, let's see, mutual interest exists between Bulls and Lonzo Ball to agree on four-year deal worth over eighty million dollars. So I wouldn't be shocked by that. Uh, in my opinion, is the Bulls should be the are the favorites to sign Ball, uh, followed by the Heat and maybe a return to the Pelicans. Or even maybe the Knicks, but I, I'm feeling like the Bulls or the Heat um, are, are the favorites to sign Lonzo if he doesn't return to the Pelicans. Let's see here. Um, so this is according to Jake F Jake Fisher. Derrick Rose is reportedly interested in returning home to Chicago. There are strong indica indications from league sources that mutual in interest exists between Derrick Rose and his storied hometown franchise. I'm sure the Knicks would love to keep him though. So let's see what happens with that. Uh, let's see this. Oh, this is interesting. Patty Mills is a potential target and free agency for the Boston Celtics. That'll be nice for the Celtics. I think he'll be 
he'll be a great addition for their team. I'm a big Patty Mills fan. He's done great things in all his years with the Spurs. Let's see here. Oh, yeah. Another thing to talk about in regards to the Lakers and the Westbrook trade. So right before that, uh, that rumor started coming out that they were close to an agreement with the Wizards, there's reports from Woj that the Lakers were about to agree to a trade with the with the Kings that would have sent Buddy Heald to the Lakers. So that's interesting. So expect Buddy Heald to be moved in the next coming days. And being that free agency starts Monday, I wouldn't be surprised if it's literally on Monday that he gets traded somewhere. He's obviously one of the best shooters in the whole NBA, a young player. I think he's really underrated. So I hope he goes to a nice situation for himself and um, shows how good he is. All right, let's see here. Wow, um, this is interesting too. So obviously we did an episode on Jonas Valanciunas being traded from Memphis to New Orleans, but I'm reading a report here that says the Grizzlies were in serious talk, talks to send Valanciunas to Sacramento in a deal for Marvin Bagley in the number nine pick. So that's interesting, but ultimately he gets traded to the New Orleans Pelicans to play alongside Zion Williamson. Let's see here. Okay, it says the Toronto Raptors are expected to show interest in Spencer Dinwiddie, but I'm glad I read Spencer Dinwiddie's name here. So um, what's been reported really too, like uh, all of a sudden after Westbrook got traded from Washington is that Spencer Dinwiddie is very much intrigued uh, of the idea of teaming up with Bradley Beal and Rui, Rui Hachimura in Washington. So I, I'm expecting that to happen right now. I, actually, I'm expecting Dinwiddie to end up with the Wizards and join Beal and Hachimura there to play in Washington. So let's see, we're going to have to wait and see what happens there, but that's what it's looking like right now. But, but yeah, guys, um, it's a couple, couple free agency stuff, uh, rumors right there. So um, obviously I, I gave some thoughts on the Westbrook trade. Um, I had to talk about the Max Scherzer trade, of course, but, but yeah, I'm super excited. Free agency opens at 6 PM Eastern time on Monday night and guys can officially sign Friday at noon Eastern time. So, I'm very much looking forward to that. I'm hoping to put out some more NBA content as we get closer. A couple of days away, two days away. I, I can't wait, guys. I'm so excited. So, and especially to see uh, who's on the heat this upcoming season. But, yeah, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I know I, I, it was kind of a different episode where I just didn't talk about one specific topic. But it was pretty fun uh, to go look around Twitter and look at some free agency rumors and stuff like that. So, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at Rob Cal. That's R-O-B-C-A-O. Follow the show at the flame underscore E-S on Instagram and on Twitter at the flame underscore underscore E-S. You can follow the show on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Make sure to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It helps a lot. So I'd really appreciate it. Make sure to share this with your friends and family or any basketball fans you know around the world. I'd really appreciate that as well. Um, make sure to check out Goalie once again for the world's first apple cider vinegar gummies, Ashwa gummies, and superfruits gummies. That's Goalie, G-O-L-I.com. And while you're there, make sure to use code T-F-E-S for a special discount. But yeah, guys, that pretty much wraps it up. Stay tuned for more episodes coming soon. And until next time, everyone, take care.